to Aligned Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Samantha Kapsick and Nikki Trout. And we're partnering up because we know motherhood is hard. Like really, really hard. (laughs) Really hard. (laughs) Get ready to equip yourself with practical tips and strategies to tackle daily trials, along with insights from expert guest speakers and relatable stories from other moms just like you. Join us weekly for advice, inspiring stories, and a supportive community of moms navigating the joys and challenges of motherhood together. Welcome back, mamas. Today is episode two of our three-part series titled Overcoming the Overwhelm. So today we are diving deep into something I think most of us can agree on. Cleaning and keeping up a home is really, really hard. In fact, it sucks. It does suck. So it's not easy keeping up a home with kids and busy schedules. And what if you're a mom that has something else going on? Say you're in the grieving process or say you're going through a divorce or have a sick child at home. So especially those moms too, we know it is very easy to lose control of the home on top of everything else you're going through. But there is hope. So even if you feel like you've let everything go and for far too long, we're here today to say, stop, just like last episode of Taking Back Control, there is things you can do to start today, baby steps to get to a cleaner home and eventually a clean home. So Samantha is going to bring you on a, I guess not necessarily a journey, but she's going to share some of her best tips that she's gained throughout the years. And she's also compiled a list of other tips that other professionals around the country or on social are doing, and she's going to share those with you. So I know us young moms have heard over and over again from empty nesters that if they could go back, they would change one thing. You know, they wouldn't worry about the home. They wouldn't worry about the tidy house. And a good friend of mine, Terry, she actually brought this up to me, and she's like, that just, it theoretically sounds good. On paper, it sounds good, but it is not practical. It is not realistic because many moms come into their home and they look and they see their home and it immediately brings stress. So we're here today to say, I think there's a balance just like anything else. And again, while that sounds good, theoretically, a a good tidy home or being good stewards of our home and finding ways to do this and efficiently, we think is what needs to be done. Samantha, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? So what do you think is one of the first steps to getting a house in order? So actually, this is kind of off the cuff, um, but I'm going to start with uh, two tips before I dive into the first step is one that you have to believe that it's possible. I think if we tell ourselves like, oh, that's just how it is. Everybody's home is messy. Like that's like the perspective shift, like you're setting a standard. So there are also people that are able to keep a tidy home, not a perfect home, but just a tidy home. And we're talking about tidiness in a clean house to help you be more productive, more proactive, have more time with your family. You know, again, it's not about a perfect home. Before you jump into that, I think that is a good advice before we jump into today. Again, the goal is not the most perfect home. It never should be. It should be lived in somewhat. But again, to be good stewards of our home, to teach our kids what it means to take care of our things and to even teach responsibility. We know there has to be a balance. Um, But again, we're here to even break the mold of saying like, let's it's if you let everything go, you know, you just have the excuse of I'm busy. We are, you know, our house is well lived in. Um, We were just saying, hey, like, we know that's still bringing you stress. So what can we do about it? How can we take control little by little? 
So second is also like how we speak about our home is huge. Um, so in saying like, you know, it does suck or whatever, and I know we can all feel like that. Um, but I try to now like be mindful when I am cleaning my home and to use it as a time to pray over my family as I'm putting their clothes away or cleaning their room or, you know, whatever you can turn on worship music, you can turn on a sermon, a podcast, lend mamas is a really good one I hear. Um, and you can, you know, have some you time and try to make it so that you enjoy it. You know, have, make your favorite iced coffee or whatever. Just try to make your, um, idea about it instead of being like, oh, this sucks. You know, it's a privilege to take care of my home. It's a privilege to have healthy kids that have clothes. You know, it's a privilege that we have meal, uh, food on the table and there's dirty dishes to wash. Cause that means my kids are fed. Um, if you just do that switch, I think that's important in the beginning. That's so good. So maybe before we jump into some of your favorite tips, let's jump into the why. Why do you think we've let so many things go? Um, Well, there's lots of reasons. I think that's the first step to identifying if you're really struggling and you're like, man, I just cannot keep up with it. Um, Okay, evaluate the situation. What is the issue here? Are you going through a depression? Are you just super busy and your schedule is so jam-packed there's just literally no time for it? Um, Do you have too much stuff? Um, Is it just too much to maintain? Um, Is it you were never taught as a kid. Like, you know, you're usually a product of our environment. So if you're raised in a messy house, maybe that's why your your house is messy because you just weren't taught the things. Um, do you have like three kids under five or however many, you know, a bunch of little kids and that does make it a lot harder and that's going to be different than someone that has, you know, teenagers. Oh, teenagers are messy, but you they're more capable, you know, right? So, um, and then, um, or do you just have underdeveloped habits? Is it just simply that, like, you're like, dang, I always forget to do the laundry. Could it also be, too, just, like, working out or getting in a good, healthy eating routine? At some point, does it get too far gone? So maybe for years or you always, you know, kept up the bathrooms and now for some reason or whatever it is, I think that is it for me. Sadie's situation happened. People moved us into the house. I never was able to really place things properly, organize and declutter. And so I think I got to a point of, whoa way too far gone and where do I even begin oh yeah for sure um and you know that would I think that would specifically fall into to like thinking like oh what's the point or it's not even possible so Samantha what are steps or what are your top tips or top steps of like getting started okay so first identify your bare minimum um we I have a couple listed out so like number one would be like making sure the trash makes it into the trash can, which sounds so simple, Mm -hmm. but that's a huge thing. And it's like a um, cleanliness, like it's just an easy step. It's just to make sure all your trash gets into the trash can. Second is going to be, well, for me, it was laundry. Um, I talked in our last series about how, um, and when I was in the craziness of life or whatever in a hard season, it was just about getting it at least cleaned in baskets. I didn't, maybe didn't get put away or whatever. Um, that's fine, but at least clean clothes is better than dirty clothes. Um, And, you know, what's your realistic systems for that? Again, we touched on that a little bit before, but, you know, it doesn't have to be perfectly pressed and put away and how you, you know, maybe lower your standards on the laundry. I know that there's some systems out there that I've seen that moms like literally have a basket for each person in their family and they have like um shelving system that they have them in where they slide in and out and then they just throw each person's clothes into their basket and then they're on their own from there. 
Um, so, and then, um, for me, the th- a third one would be dishes. So making sure you at least get your dishes clean. So then you can feed your family, main, you know, cook dinner, all that's going to make everything else easier. So running that dishwasher every night, no matter what, again, if you have to run it, we talked about this last one, or the last podcast, if you have to run it multiple times, whatever you got to do to get those dishes clean, make it happen. Um, And sometimes realizing that like it might be a paper plate season for your family. Like if you're really struggling, you just can't keep up. What can you do to eliminate that? Does that mean going to the dollar store and getting a few of those disposable casserole dishes um, to make some dinners to pop in the oven so you can literally just throw away? Now, I am a person that cares for our environment and, you know, throughout your whole life, this wouldn't be ideal, you know, because it does create a lot of waste. But if you have a season of craziness and you need to get through, what can you do to make that easier um, for cleaning? I think the last two, number two and three that you touched on, laundry and dishes, that's like the black cloud over every mom. It is the inevitable. You, you know, you can get away with I don't know, just keeping other things in order or maybe vacuuming less. Maybe you're not seeing, you know, all the dirt and dust on the carpet or like me, I don't mop very much, but Samantha's like, I can't tell. Well, that's because I have great, awesome tile. But those are the things that will pile up in your face. The dishes all over the kitchen or in the sink and need to be scrubbed. And again, those are immediate stressors, just like the laundry or your kids not having, you know, clean clothes to wear. So I think that's one of those black cloud things. And just like the last episode, start taking control. And Samantha's going to continue on with, you know, ways to get there. Yeah. So the number four is um, tidying. So that's just like picking up stuff, getting it. Maybe it's not perfectly organized or whatever, but if you can just like have your space more tidied, that's going to help your mental load. And then also that's going to spread into once things are tidied, it makes you feel better. It's going to relieve some of the stress and you'll start to, you know, dive deeper. That's good. And speaking of just tidying alone. One of the things we did is we had a bin under our kitchen island, and it was like the doesn't have a home bin, and it was most of the time the kids' stuff. So in order to keep that area, the living room, and the kitchen space more tidy, I would grab things, you know, their toys, their figurines, balls, and I would always put them in that bin. So at least I had one place, one compartment to go to. It's like Samantha, um, the Goodwill bin. I think we're actually mentioning that on the next podcast, but... Anyways, having something, at least a, one spot to like start doing something. So that's just one one thing that we actually used to do. Yeah, we have, um, I actually have a bin for each kid and I set them on the stairs. I got them from the dollar store, um, one of their, like it's a bigger bucket. And then as throughout the day, I throw in their stuff in their bucket on the stairs. And then when they get home, they have to go put it away. I love that. And another thing I love about that, it's like me putting the laundry hamper in the hallway. They cannot go up and down the stairs without passing it. So it's right front and center, um, you know, and I love how you separate it out. And again, it's pretty simple, right? Yeah, definitely. It takes two seconds, makes my life easier, gives them responsibility. And I also feel like I'm I'm showing them like, hey, I'm not your maid. Go put your stuff away. So good. Okay, what else do you have for us? Um, so a huge um, book that helped me a lot, it's Fly Lady, and it's called Sync Reflections. Um, it's by Marla Seeley. I think I said that right. Um, I don't know. I love her. But um, she starts her book out with that. Her thing is, is a clean your sink. And she actually has you go in and like crazy deep clean your sink. Um, I don't know if you're like, I don't have time for this or whatever. Um, Go get her book. You can read it. But um, even if you don't do that, just having like an empty sink um, 
It's going to spread. Her theory is is that you have one spot that is cleaned out and perfect, um, and you keep it that way. So from the moment that you start with this habit, she says, you know, clean your sink, and then from then on out, like, you don't let your sink get messy. You don't let the dishes go in there. They go straight into the dishwasher or at least rinsed off or whatever your method is there. Um, But then even at night, she has you, like, spray the sink down, dry it out, and so you're, like, really maintaining this sink. But the theory is is that – you're going to start to see that that space is clean. It's building a habit for one. And then two, you'll start to notice once you have a clean area in your home, you're going to start noticing all the clutter and all the stuff that's out of place around there. And so kind of like how clutter spreads also goes the other way too. So how it will be like a clean cleanness spread. (laughs) That's so good. And we all know dishes just like laundry is a top mom stressor. So if you can tackle that or they say what, eat the frog or do the hardest thing first, if you get good at that thing. And again, it's like Samantha, when her and I did my bedroom, we decluttered it, we like cleaned it and whatever. And because I did that with her and, and actually whenever we do declutter for moms, we have them do it right alongside us because we teach them like you can do this actually. So by you take getting a small win, which might seem like a mountain at first, getting that kitchen or that dish area tidy, you're gonna have a win and then it might just trickle off into other areas of the house. Yes. And real quick, I'll say we've I noticed we talked about Eat the Frog a lot and we never explained that. So there's a book that I read and it's called um, Eat the Frog. And it's basically saying do your hardest thing first thing in the morning. The thing that you always procrastinate, get it done, knock it out, eat the thing that you don't want to eat, the nasty thing, get it out of the way. Um, So that's what that's referencing. (laughs) Um, But okay, second is timers. And actually, I did this before I read um, The Fly Lady, but she also uses this in her book is that you can set um, timers. I do 15 minute timers. You can break it down. If you only have like 30 minutes, whatever, break it down into smaller increments. Doesn't matter, but you can get out a timer. I use my watch, um, set it for, I like the 15 minutes and I go room by room. So if you're like trying to really get your house picked up and you're like in this frantic cleaning state, do your kitchen for 15 minutes. Okay. Then the timer goes off. Stop mid, mid action. Stop what you're doing. Um, and then go to the next room. So then you go to the living room. And what that does for you is it's going to help um, like keep your brain refreshed. And so you can go faster. And it also is like you're like, crap, I got to beat this timer. So it kind of makes it like a game. So you're kind of going as fast as you can. But it makes you not stall or like overthink stuff because you're before you know it, you're on to the next one. And so you can keep doing that and rotating through your house. Um, and then you can also throw in there um, in the fly lady, she says, you know, after you've done three 15-minute timers on the fourth one, use it as a um, self-care timer. And so you can do sit down with a hot cup of coffee, read a devotional, whatever. You know, if you want to go get dressed for the day, brush your hair, fix your hair, whatever that looks like, take a few minutes for yourself um, to refresh and then you're back at it. I love that. Um, I've heard other moms, you know, say they try to beat the bacon or beat the air fryer, beat the microwave, whatever it is. I think that's really, even beat the noodles cooking. You have 11 minutes till the noodles are al dente. Um, So it's kind of like the little kid thing that we do with our three and four and five-year-olds. Like, hey guys, we're going to set the timer and clean. So it's funny that it still works for us. So um, actually uh, we are working on a video series that is going to be about that eating the frog. It's not going to be called that, but it's basically about Um, it's probably going to be anywhere from an hour to maybe an hour and five minutes, and it will be actually a combined workout slash cleaning video with timers. Um, so we can't wait to release that. Look for that in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, 
But yes, I love, and I, I think too, you know, you're doing things in 15 minutes. 15 minutes doesn't seem like that much. And again, if you're training yourself to say, wow, I did all of that in a short amount of time. Again, when we organize, sometimes we knock out this room that seems crazy. And I'm even a little intimidated going in. And here it is, you know, 45 minutes later, and we knocked out a whole whole room. So again, um, I think just having the smaller increments, whatever those are, just again, are training you to say like, that did not take long at all. Like my laundry, I can do it all between six and like 11 minutes. So that's good. All right. What else do you have for us? Yeah. Um, I'll even say like on the, I do for my kids' rooms, I do seven minute timers cause I break the 15 minute up into two. And it's funny cause my brother who's an adult, he's my little brother. Um, but he's grown and he saw me do that one day and he was kind of like making fun of me. And then like now he like texts me not that long ago and he's like, I just did my seven minute room tidy. <laughs> and so like, it's like his thing now. And so he like, it's funny how well it works. He's like, I'm seriously, I can clean my room always in like seven minutes. And I'm like, you really can. Um, but I just thought that was hilarious. Okay. So, um, a huge thing is clean as you go. So if your house is crazy, it's not going to get, you know, cleaned overnight, but let's not add to it. Right. So like, let's not keep adding to the mess. Let's, leave it at the amount that it's at. So you're going to clean as you go. And then, um, I got this off of TikTok. Um, don't set it down, put it away. And like, I tell myself that all the time. And it seriously makes such a difference from, you know, setting your purse, like, especially when you get out of the car, I feel like we all come in and we have all this stuff and we like carry it in. We like throw it down on the counters and we move on to the next thing or you get distracted. And it's like, no, okay. Put each thing away really quick and then you're not adding to the mess and it just makes it's a good habit to make life way on top of that too um i think a friend taught me this 10 years ago it was how much longer does it take so when it's don't sit down put it away i sometimes stop my boys and i say ty look hold on let's count and i like pick up the shirt or the hat from the floor and i walk over i put it away and i go it's like that was seven seconds and i try to remind them your house is tidy maybe not deep cleaned but your house is minutes, sometimes seconds away each day from being tidy because, again, you did not set it down. Within a few seconds, you put it all the way away. And again, that's why I have the laundry hamper in my car because I can real quick put everything in there and then I go in and immediately, almost all, I would say nine out of ten times, I put everything away and then I put the basket right by the door. I probably should walk it out to the car and not set it down, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you can put it by the door and then as you're getting ready for the next day which we'll talk about later you can then put stuff in there that needs to go to the car so actually you meant to do that (laughs) i have been doing that actually i just forgot um okay so so a huge thing too is i think that we need to put our phones away I'm really bad at this. I'm just calling myself out. So if you're like, oh, dang, no, I'm calling myself out. Um, (laughs) I'm like, you know, um, airing all my dirty laundry. No, I'm really bad at this. So a lot of times, like, if okay, if you're going to cook dinner, put your dang phone away and cook the dinner. And then while you're doing stuff, and also I was really impressed you knew al dente. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But as you're waiting for your noodles to get ready or whatever, like, okay, run around. Let's, let's clean up, let's wipe down the counters, let's rinse out the dishes, whatever that is, and being proactively cleaning the kitchen as you are cooking. And then if you're doing, then you'll get really good at it. And a lot of times now, like I really don't make a mess at all 
while cooking because I have my hot soapy rag ready. I know that Nikki loves to do the sink filled with hot water with a soapy rag in there. Yeah. Um, and then you're wiping down and putting everything. I, you know, you again, wash the pans in it. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say you can wash the pans oh, in it too. So that's, that's why I, that it's a new thing this year. So last year I figured out a way to tackle the laundry. And then this year it was the soapy sink. So the one side of the sink again is perfectly cleaned off or dog licked off. Did I say that out loud? Um, dishes. And so again, there's no scrubbing needed, even no um, re, you know, dishwashing, but that's our method. So on the left side of the sink, it's all clean and rinsed off dishes. On the right side, when we have dinners, we have the soapy suds, and then we also can wash the pans right away. So not only do we have that rag ready, and I can even clean out like, you know, the refrigerator or something. Another thing to the point of putting your phone down, so many women, myself included, because I fall into this trap as well, I just literally don't have time. Well, literally, if you look at your phone, pick up your phone maybe right now or after this podcast, and how much time did you spend on it the last four or five days? So it, it, it is a time thing. Sometimes, sometimes we're busy, and sometimes I know we do that just to kind of like, you know, get our heads out of the world and even out of the messy house for a moment. But we, we're just saying set some boundaries, whether it's just through dinner or it's like no phone until you eat the frog in the morning, say you're a stay-at-home mom, and you put some makeup on or you make yourself look pretty. But I, I love that you brought that into this. Yeah, definitely. I was actually going to say that. So um, if you get really good at, you know, cleaning up as you go, I was going to say you can then go and like wipe out your refrigerator or be prepping your dinner for tomorrow and kind of looking at what you got, cutting up veggies, washing the fruit, whatever that is. But you'll find that you have extra time and it just makes your life so much easier. Um, So then um, another tip that I have is less is more and we could all I feel like even if you don't think your house needs to decluttered there's a lot of stuff like we shared this in the next podcast but we use um 20 percent of the stuff in our homes and that's it and so it's like for me I'm like okay let's get rid of that 80 percent because why even let it take up space in your home let it take up mental space or time um taking care of it like what's the point so get it out um fly lady does a 27 fling boogie she talks about um i I don't know she'll tell you why she picked that number i can't remember but basically um i recommend picking a number whether it's 27 or 5 or whatever you want to do do a month challenge um pick that number say 10 and then every day that month you're going to go around and each day get rid of 10 things out of your home and it could be as little from a crayon to you know, whatever, you're just getting 10 things. And so um, in doing that until your home is decluttered and organized. I think women don't realize it. And I know we all have different personalities and different levels of hanging on to things or why some people might have more emotional attachments or a fear of, you know, not having the security blanket of things. But just remember when you walk into like a hotel suite or you go to a display home and everything's perfectly in order. We're not saying we shoot for that, but you know that's peaceful. When things are in its place, there is a level of peace that brings. We could use less in a lot of things, I think. And it's like decision um, fatigue. I couldn't think of the word. Where, you know, you just have so many things like, ah, less will just make your brain And I guess what I was trying to say is like it's getting yourself into a habit. And then once you try it, you try it out, you get rid of things, you're getting into this habit, you've been doing this for some time now, you're seeing the peace it brings. It's just, again, it's like a, a new cycle, a new process you're creating, and you're just like rewiring your brain. Yeah, and you'll start to like, even now, I will start to just get rid of the stuff before it even enters the house, because I'm like, I know I'm just going to declutter that in a week. What's the point? Like, nope. Um, 
So, okay, so then my next tip is to um, reset your house at night, or Nikki likes to call it, put your um, house to sleep. Um, Or put your kitchen to bed. Yeah, put your kitchen to bed, whatever little cute little term you want to call it. Um, But that's where you just, at the end of the night, and you can have your kids help you with this too. Um, I like to do a 10-minute timer and be like, okay, family cleanup time. Everyone run around and you just put everything in its place and just tidy it. Um, You know, the downstairs, the kitchen, the main, the main spots. And then if you start to get really good at it, um, you'll, you'll see that at first it's like, okay, well we spent 10 minutes and we like got one, one room tidied. Um, but then you'll notice it like will start to bleed and you're like, dang, I got the whole downstairs and the kids got their room tidied, um, every night. And if you're doing it on a daily basis, it's really not that much. Like it's quick, quick, quick. Um, and so it goes so fast, especially if you get the family involved in it. Turn on some music. Turn on whatever that feel-good music is, whether it's Motown, Christian, whatever it is, because I even have my middle child. He hates cleaning. He's like, my oldest child, hey, go do this. He'll literally turn around, walk away, go get it done, and not think about it. Very easy, and it's crazy how easy it is with him. But with my other one, he is a little bit more stubborn, strong-willed, and just like gets you know upset to even at the thought of cleaning. So he has, because I'm just like, hey, go throw in some music when you do the dishes. He now does that every time. Whenever he folds laundry and puts it away in his room, and whenever he does his dishes, you will see him out with some headphones on, dancing and playing. And he's happy. So it is amazing how much music can like lift your spirits, make it fun, especially if you're having like a family time cleanup thing like you just mentioned. Yeah, definitely. Make it fun. And also, yeah, and if your attitude's fun, your kids are going to think it's fun. And it's kind of like the Tom Sawyer, like, oh, let's paint the fence. It's so fun. (laughs) You know, like reverse reverse psychology. Um, So and then also I say closing shift for the kitchen. If you ever worked in the uh, restaurant industry, you know that closing shift is really important. Um, And I think that a lot of moms wake up in the morning and we have this um, feeling sometimes that we can get stuck and we can feel like, oh man, okay, I don't even want to get out of bed because I know that I already am going to be rushing through, doing all this stuff. I already have so much laundry, blah, blah, blah. And so if you ever want to beat the cycle and you want to be proactive instead of reactive to life, you cannot forget the closing shift in the kitchen. Um, You cannot wake up to a sink full of dishes. That is huge. You got to like start your morning out fresh. And I know for some moms too, that's just doing a quick sweep in the living room as well or whatever is your biggest stressor. A lot of women are saying try the kitchen because obviously what goes on there. But um, I do this myself too. In the evening or sometimes in the morning, I go and I do a cup sweep. I pick up all the 37 cups, the shoes and the hats and all of that. And so again, I'm, I'm prepared for the next day. And then, oh yeah, we forgot to mention the robo back. <laughs> um, that, uh, I'm just going to interject that now I had that later on, but that is something that, um, and it actually is a UFI, UFI, U, sorry, E-U-F-Y. It's the robo vacuum. I, I, I think they're called robo vacs. I'm not sure, but Anyways, I had one in the past that did not work. It got stuck every time it went on the carpet. But this one is amazing. And so by me tidying, it's almost like uh, that brings me so much peace every day in the morning. And if we even have guests over, I can say, hey, go run. Go run and make those perfect lines on the carpet. Um, But it also incentivizes me to, hey, I want to wake up with those perfect lines. And I need to get everything off the living room floor um, and tidying, you know, whatever it is out on the floor that it would obstruct it doing its job. So that is kind of like a good habit that that things brought me so much peace 
honestly, it's amazing. Um, so that is, I guess, encouraging me to get everything else tidy. That's good. Um, my one thing that I splurged on and I love is like the Bissell Crosswave, although I really want the Tinoco because it's like self-cleaning. Um, so if you're like hearing this, then just invest, save up for the Tinoco so you can just clean uh so it can clean itself because that is the one downside of the bissel is that i have to like take everything out and clean it but it's not that bad can you describe what it does yeah i was getting there (laughs) i'm just kidding so it is a the mop in a vac all in one so you know before i would have to vacuum my floors first and then go through and mop and it just gets it all in one and it works so dang good and you just put your own solution in there. Um, Quick question. Do you have to vacuum the area and then change it over to a mop? Nope. It's all in one sweep. I know. It's great. It's great. I love it. I love it. Um, okay. And I, you know, they are kind of pricey, but this is something that I like. I was like, okay, I want this. I saved up and I was like, okay, this can be like my Mother's Day, my birthday and Christmas present or whatever. So like, you know, be like if you need to do that I get sometimes they're a little pricey to just go bite the bullet but like use it as your gifts that's what I did um okay so another thing that you can do to help is um for the next morning is prepping what you can at the night before for me I really this this is again speaking to my soul because I really need to prep the lunches before um because my kitchen when I get done like the kitchen in the morning is just exploded even though it was clean the night before and like we're trying I'm trying to clean up as I go but then like I don't know something always happens one kid doesn't like the breakfast I made I don't know it's just like somehow so I'm like okay we need to be better like I'm gonna start putting that on our nighttime routine is like getting our lunches made in the evening so they can just grab them and go um excuse me that might be also like prepping your breakfast if you need to make overnight oats or just know what you're gonna make again you can to be thinking about like what's for dinner tomorrow if you need to pull that chicken out of the freezer um anything that you can do in the night before to prepare you for the morning again it might seem daunting at first um even getting the coffee prepared but once you do it every day and I know you're going to touch on, you know, how long it takes to get into a habit, but once you're in a habit of doing that and even like rewiring your mind to like lunches for the week and prepping and all these things, um, it really, I bet, I bet we could get this, the whole thing done in like 10 minutes. Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes we think, oh, that's going to take so long. You're not really like when you're making the kids lunches at night, that's not going to take any longer. You're just moving the time slot of what you when you do that to be to be more efficient for yourself um so it's still going to take 10 minutes out of your day whether you do it at night or in the morning but one's going to drastically um improve and help you you know what i mean so you just have to like kind of think sometimes we think those things um that we put that like oh it's going to take a lot of time or whatever um but we just got to really rewire our brains in that area i think it's for me sometimes i'm like oh if i do this now i'm not actually going to get a break cuz then i'll find something else to do so Um, but still I'm finding if I do get it done at night and I am, I'm getting faster and faster at doing it. Um, sometimes I'm even doing this at like 3 PM because I have some time where I'm starting to plan dinner. Um, when we do that, we set ourselves up the next morning. So again, you set yourself up for a clean kitchen and now instead of packing lunches and breakfast, and maybe you already did overnight oats and all you have to do is put on the stove. You, you basically set yourself up to a, maybe a more peaceful, relaxing morning. And you know, that, 
a lot of times, if, especially with us, I know Samantha and I um, try to, and I know a lot of women in the community, we try to read our Bible in the morning or pray. So if you start your morning better with maybe a more peaceful mind, clear, clear head, and more um, just proactive, it probably will continue on into the rest of the day. For sure. Um Okay, so then another thing that can be useful or a tool that you can use, it's called habit stacking. Um, So what this looks like for me is you're going to pair a habit that you are terrible at doing with a habit that you're really great at doing. Um, So for example, in the morning, get dressed for the gym. So when I get dressed for the gym, my washer and dryer is in my master closet, so this might not be a good one for you. You might have to pair it with a different one, but, um, I start a load of laundry. So it's like, that's my cue is when I'm getting my gym clothes on, I trained my brain to go, Oh, put a load of laundry in. Um, so another one is I never forget coffee in the morning, right? So if you're struggling with taking your vitamins or, um, medicine or whatever, you put it next to your coffee pot so then you're going to get your coffee and then you're going to see them and you're going to do that. So you're going to you can habit stack um with cleaning. So pair up something you're bad at with something you're really good at. I was just going to say if you're habit stacking every time you run the microwave or you are waiting for those noodles if you get again trained to, you know, try to instead of put your phone down or sit there or whatever it is, if you kind of can habit stack that, I think that's something that would really um, help me. So beating the bacon, beating the air fryer or the noodles. Yeah, that's good. Um, Okay. A simple one is keep flat surfaces cleared. Again, clutter breeds. So just so hard. I know it is so hard. I'm really bad at it. My husband's going to listen to this and be like, I tell you this all the time. I'm not saying I'm the best at all of these, um, but it does work. Um, okay, and then so one thing when you're running around the house and you're getting ready to clean, have some baskets and then you can um, have each basket be a certain room or whatever or dirty laundry. Um, so as you're cleaning and tidying the house, you're putting this stuff into the baskets, you know, kids room, laundry room blah, blah, blah. You get the point. And then you're going to, at the end of it, this is the most important part is you have to take that basket and you have to put it away, like all the way away. You can't just take the basket, throw it into the room and then be like, Oh, I'll do that later. No, we're going to do it now. We're going to break that cycle of, I'm going to do it later. Just do it now. Um, so something too, that when you're, if you're really struggling and you're like, trying to like, you know, we're breaking it down. Like why, why are we having such a hard time? Um, a huge thing is factor in what I like to call the frustration factor. So what is the frustration factor of you getting that item out or putting that item away? Um, for example, for me, I had to just go through our game closet, um, our coat closet on the top of it. I have all of our board games. Um, and we just had so many, we love to play games, But I had to go through and like declutter them because I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really not going back and putting the game away, even though it's so easy, just because there's so many and it's really difficult to do. Like I have to get out of the stool and then things are falling and I'm just like, oh, there's like just too much in there. So what are some of the things that you can lower that frustration factor? Make everything you have to that has a home easy to put away, easy to get out. So then you're not going to wait to do it later because that's what I was doing. I was putting the board games on my desk, um, which is next to the closet and be like, oh, I'll, I'll put that away later. No, if that's the issue, if it's hard to do it quick 
at a snap of a finger, then you need to like reevaluate, reorganize. I know with me mm-hmm. mopping, the frustration was, and we have a ton of tile. We have a big area. This is the biggest house we've ever lived in. It just seems so daunting. And we have two tables. We have a, a big kitchen island and a table out in the living room. So moving everything away, sweeping everything, and then dusting. Because, again, we have four dogs. That was, like, so daunting. It was a huge mountain to me every time. And so, therefore, I just never mopped. And so now that I have that um, AI Ufi or whatever it is, robo vacuum. Now I can go in and mop just any morning because it's already been done for me. Love that. Um, so something too with like putting stuff away is like have space in your things, like in your pantry, in your cupboards, in your drawers. Have space. If everything's maxed out and it's overflowing and it's just stuffed to the gills, um, that's stress, clutter. It's just not good for your brain. Again, makes it hard to put away. So have space in all areas. Um. And then some tools that you can use um, to help you do stuff is you can do a chore chart for your kids, get them involved. It's good. It's responsible. It's going to teach them responsibility. It's going to teach them how to be an adult. Um, And then you can have a chore chart for you if that's something that works for you. I know Nikki is not like that, um, but you can have a, what do I got to do daily? What do I got to do weekly? What do I got to do monthly? Um, Another thing that's helpful are habit trackers. It's a list that you can just check off. Some people might not like this. This is just throwing things out there. Um, there's a control journal. If you fly, that comes from the fly lady. So if you read her book or you can go on YouTube and type in, um, control journal fly lady, and it will bring up videos, but it's just a a binder that's going to have your checklist in there, your cleaning schedules, that sort of thing. Those are really good. Um, just to interject. So the chore chart, again, I know we've spoken about it before. It doesn't work for us at our house, um, just because kind of like um, my planner, sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't. I'm having trouble staying accountable to it for my kids. And instead of jobs changing every week or them fighting over things, again, both the boys have an expectation set every day of at least two things. They always handle their laundry, they put it away, and they always handle the dishes. And each day they race to get the clean dishes because who wants to touch the nasty one? So again, we have an expectation instead of a, cho- a chore chart. I know somebody on the baseball team, she actually has an expect- expectation, which is a room for each kid. So the youngest kid, I think, is picking up toys in the living room. The oldest kid, it might be doing the kitchen and the dishes, like the wiping down the counters and the dishes. So she she uh, compartmentalizes <laughs> it that way, if that makes sense. Um, but lastly, I know we have a few minutes. I have to get my son to soccer practice. I wanted to pick your brain, Samantha, on my house. You know that I, I don't have a ton of stuff everywhere. I'm more tidy. And you know if I had more time, I'd be way more tidier than I am. But I have trouble getting to the deep cleaning. And then I also am um, a chemical phobe. So germ phobe all day, don't care. Like I don't care about germs. It's just one of those things. But chemicals, I always have been like that. And we don't even have our microwave too. So I'm that mom. So for somebody like me, And you seeing what I just, again, four dogs in the house, dusty house, we live in the country. What are some things that I could do uh, to get started? Okay, so first I'll touch on the chemicals. I literally have one cleaning product. You do not need a ton. I used to clean homes for a living. Um, I like the Dr. Bronner's. um, It's called like All Suds or something. And it's, you literally use like one drop or like a, I don't know, it's like a fourth of a teaspoon per spray bottle that I have. And I use that for everything. It does windows streak free. I use it for cleaning my surfaces. I use it for cleaning, scrubbing the bathtub, like everything. Um, 
And then like, I don't even own toilet bowl cleaner. I will either reach over and grab the hand soap and put a pump in there. Or I also have Dawn dish soap. Obviously I have dish soap, but um, I use Dawn dish soap for a lot of stuff. And then vinegar and baking soda, but those are just like household products, not specifically cleaning products. So explain, like, can we jump into the toilets, which mine are bad right now? Probably the worst they've been. Um, what what could I start doing there? Yes. So Fly Lady tells you to swish and swipe. Um, what that means is when you're getting ready in the morning, I actually, when I wrote these notes, I wrote swish and sip. I don't know. My <laughs> brain's not working. So, I mean, you could grab a margarita or a glass of wine and do that too. That would probably be fun. Um, so, but you just, as you're getting ready, when you're done, take a she said, use your shirt, use a cloth, use a paper towel, whatever. It does not matter. Literally grab something, wipe your counter off really quick. Again, you're doing it this every single morning. So then if you miss a spot tomorrow, don't stress about it tomorrow. You'll get that spot or whatever. Um, wipe off the few mirror spots that you have or whatever. And then you're going to swish your toilet. So um, next to your toilet bowl, you can either you can either just put in a pump of hand soap, literally from your sink, shampoo, whatever, or you can fill your um, toilet bowl holder <laughs> that holds the brush. You can put, I'll put some Dawn dish soap, hot water, and then like switch it out every once a week or whatever. Or if you want to put some Fabuloso in there, whatever you want to do for cleaning, but then it's already ready. And then you just literally swish the toilet really quick. Okay. I feel like I can handle that. Let's do a follow-up podcast in like a month or two. Perfect. And then you can even take like, sometimes I'll take toilet paper and you know, like at the bottom of the toilet or whatever. And you just like, I'll like wet it really quick. And then any pee spots, whatever, um, or the bottom of the toilet where like the dog hair sits or whatever. And you just like wipe it down really quick. And literally you're doing this, the, the sink, everything in less than a minute, like 30 seconds. Um, so that's the, and then, uh, zone cleaning. So I like zone cleaning. So you can either, this is again from Fly Lady. Really love her. Go get the book. Um, not sponsored. Um, but she has you break up your house into five zones um, and so you can, you know, living room, kitchen, whatever, yada, yada, however you want to break it out, five zones, and you either do 15 minutes every day of the week and clean, um, deep clean that area. And she actually has lists. You can go on her site, flylady.net and print out your zones, um, cleaning, uh, deep cleaning checklist. Um, but, or you can do the 15 minutes a day or one hour for the whole week. I like to knock it out an hour. So, you know, one hour on Monday mornings, you clean that zone and that starts with the blinds and you literally just stop when the timer goes off. Um, and then when it's, you're in the living room again, you're going to keep your checklist, mark off what you get done, and then you're just going to come back to it. And basically if you keep followed up with this, your house will be super clean to where there's hardly anything you're deep cleaning then. I do have to get to soccer practice, mom life. Samantha, I think this was a super beneficial podcast. And if not for anyone else, especially for me, I want you to keep me accountable. Uh, she goes to my house all the time. <laughs> so she'll, I can't hide from her. So, um, but I know a lot of ladies are going to glean a lot of insight from this, just like Leah's podcast. So thank you so much for sharing your best tips. Um, as always, ladies, we appreciate you taking the time to listen in. If you liked this episode, You'll want to um, stay tuned for our next one. This is episode three of the three-part series. We did already record it. It's already in the queue, and it's scheduled for next Tuesday. Um, this one is about mi being minimalistic-ish. We're not saying go all in, but what that can bring, the benefits of that to your life.
Yes, what's for dinner? I'm having shepherd's pie. <laughs> Ooh, um, I actually have no idea. I'm going to have to tap out on that one. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another Align Mama podcast. We hope you found value in today's topic. For more mama resources, go to alignedmamas.com, follow us on social, and join our Aligned Mamas community Facebook group to connect with other moms just like you. We'd like to hear from you. Have a podcast topic? Want to get in touch with us? Want to share your story as a guest? Email us at alignedmamas at gmail.com. See you next time. I can see through my feelings now. I can see clear through my mind and the secrets.